You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Stay thong! Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Adam is here. Love me! Boy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? And Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. Look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick. You work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my dick. You're working it. Welcome to Welcome to Rundown. Joining me this week, Adam's here. Hi. And Sal is here. Hi. And CJ's and I did right this week. And uh, we've got we've got predictions to do. It's just because Jason's not here. That's correct. Yeah, I will I will go back to doing it incorrectly next time he shows up. Yes, Jason is not here. Uh, uh, the big dog needed a little time off, so we granted his request. And uh, if he's not back next week, he's fired. So <laughs> he's kidding. Oh, God. Yes, I'm kidding. He's kidding. So, uh, don't fire people on this network, they just tend not to show up to work anymore. <laughs> right, we're like, we don't, we don't fire people, we get ghosted. Right, we're like AEW, we we'll fire people. <laughs> we just let their contracts run out. We just let their contracts run out, or we, we tell, tell them, them to go film a movie and that they'll have a job when they come back. For sure. And then when they come back, it's like, oh, sorry. Nice. Who are you again? <laughs> Aren't you, uh,. Aren't you to the guy with fair. the with the weird mask? No, no, no. That's Hooventude. Oh shit. Okay, you're the you're the other one. Okay. To be fair, Chavo probably did mm. the exact same thing to some other promotion when he took the job with Glow. Let, well, let's be honest. No, I mean, no. That, mm, I don't know any Joshes. Uh, Who? Uh-huh. Mm. No, doesn't ring a bell. No idea. So, um, it was an interesting morning for me, or at least the way I started it, as uh, because of the fact that I live in Wisconsin, uh, in case people didn't realize that, it tends to be really cold and icy and snowy and it's a fucking desolate wasteland like the fucking ice planet Hoth. So it's been a little warmer lately during the days, which has caused some of the snow to melt. And the water, of course, decides to pool right in my driveway. And then it freezes overnight. That's right. Mm-hmm. So this morning, which I didn't think about, uh, as I was I was loading my kids into the car, uh, I proceeded to slip on the ice next to my car and drop all 250 pounds of me onto my elbow. So that was uh. fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, uh, it hurt like a bitch. Uh, I know tomorrow's going to be worse because <laughs> I guarantee it's going to be. Because once you hit a certain age, uh, you know that like you can sneeze and your whole fucking week is fucked. 
So I'm... <laughs> He's not kidding. So I, I get that. So I know for a fact that I'm going to be in hellish pain tomorrow. Now, like, my elbow, it hurts. Um, and, of course, my shoulder does, too, because that took the brunt of it as well. Um, after I after I landed the elbow drop, uh, I just sort of laid down in the snow for a little bit. Because <laughs> I was like, yep. yeah, that didn't feel good. Uh, my kids, of course. No, I did. <laughs> of course, book I do the same thing when I fall on someone's driveway. Yeah. You just lie there on your back, looking up at the sky, going, "Son of a bitch!" Yep. And then, of course, my yep. my kids will kind of like to like, "Where'd you go?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it uh, it sucked. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's still pretty. It's still pretty tender to the touch, but uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll live. I didn't break anything. I didn't. I don't think I showed you guys. I know I showed. I know I showed Kelly uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah, probably like December. I was I was delivering a package. Uh, I stepped hello onto a. Oh, I handle a lot of packages. Dropped it off, turned around, walked down. It was, those, it was those steps that are just granite slabs. And I took one step, and I took another step, and my feet just went right out from under me. And I landed with the edge of the step right on my fucking like lower back and the hip, and it was the ugliest fucking bruise I've oh. ever had. Okay. So first of all, uh, right outside my door, right to the right of my door, the direction that I go to my car, there's a leak in my gutter, apparently. So there's a pool of water where the snow melts right there. And then, of course, (laughs) overnight. (laughs) And uh, bringing the kids to school in the morning, that's where all the ice is. It's right right fucking there. Uh, Luckily, I have not taken a dive yet. But, Troy, i got to ask you, did you leave a crack in in the ice? With the album. Uh, no, um, because while I may have slipped on the ice, uh, my elbow hit nice dry pavement. So <laughs> oh. I, wound up, I wound up missing the rest of the ice. Now, <clears throat> if I would have fallen straight backwards, um, I probably would have been better because I would have landed in the snow. But I was holding on to uh, my lunch bag, and that apparently... Trying to swing that up was what caused me to. <laughs> so, not the not the most fun that I've ever had, but uh, yeah, you know. Adam, yeah. what's been going on with you? Today was Monday was interesting, but in a different in a different way. Uh, the plan was just to hang out with a guy and then uh, come home and make dinner. Uh, but one of my friends on Facebook posted about needing uh, like a, basically like a foster home for a couple of cats. So I was looking at that. We decided not to go that route because we didn't want to bring in cats and then in a couple of months, you know, have them leave and be all sad and shit. So, but my friend was like, well, we have another one that does need a permanent home. I'm like, okay. So we went back and forth with all that information and then I, after lunch, drove an hour each way to, uh, to pick up a new cat. So we have nice. a new cat today. That was... That we did not know we were going to have. That's so, Whoa! Run around for some pussy. Yeah, you know me. Where's the cat? Can we get it on stream? Uh, the cat is currently sequestered in the boys' room because it's the boys' cat. <laughs> so, last last uh, last update, it had crawled into his box spring and was hiding in there. 
But no, because we already have the other two. You know, keep the door shut so they can smell each other first, and not try yeah. to fucking murder each other. So that's what we did when we got the third cat too. We kept him isolated for a while because yeah. he was the girl's cat. <laughs> so so Max Max is currently holed up in uh, in Robbie's box spring. Right on. So, how are things going in your neighborhood? Oh, my life oh, sucks. <laughs> How's your I teeth, mean, pal? To be honest, my, to be honest, I really can't complain because of the other things that are going on in the world. Um, I have what they call first world problems, but <laughs> but in, in my little suburbia life, that sounds so sad to say. Um, I've had a second root canal now. Because the first one, it was a, it was an issue on the upper right and the and the bottom right. So it was a fucking clusterfuck. And they were like, well, instead of doing the crown, why don't we take care of the one on the bo- on your, you know on your lower jaw too? But to be fair, once they once they did the root canal, I don't have pain there anymore. So. They did, however, have to stick a Novocaine needle into the mm. nerve, which was excruciating for exactly three seconds and then no pain at all. <laughs> Funny well, at least you only had to deal with three seconds. When I had, had a crown put on my tooth, they wound up exposing the nerve in it, and that was them fucking around with it for a good five minutes before finally slapping a crown on it, oh, and oh. then just holding the fucking crown onto me and just going, God, 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 God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, not great. But uh, hey, at least you're uh, you got that beautiful smile now. <laughs> more pain, that's fair. Uh, yeah. So we got uh, we got a good amount of shit that went on this week. Um, and we had, of course, AEW last week. We had SmackDown last week, Raw this week, and uh, this coming week. We've got another AEW Dynamite show and AEW Revolution. And, of course, this is the uh, anniversary of one of the funniest botches in the history of botches. (laughs) Uh, If you haven't watched it, of course, you should go and watch it. The Exploding Deathmatch that occurred. And... But just watch the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to watch the rest of it. Just, just watch as, as you get told, that oh my god, these people are getting blown bit to bit, and you're going, no, they're not. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh gosh. Excalibur. That man have a family. <laughs> and I, not great. But uh, we don't have anything. Uh, like that on the card, but we will get to that once we do our predictions. Thank you. Well, we do have a dog collar match, so there's still there's still high potential for it to be god awful, fucking terrible. So be prepared for that. But first, Adam, what do you want to talk about today? Hmm. Well, the first thing I was going to talk about is, is kind of based on revolution, so we can we can, we can hold on to that till till later. Um, we have a new United States champion. Yeah, that's a great place. Yeah. To start. So there was a a match that was announced two weeks ago, which is not something that WWE tends to do. 
uh, announce matches at any point in time before it actually happens in the show. Uh, Finn Balor versus Damien Priest for the United States Champion. Now remember, WWE had no plans to use Finn Balor. He was completely buried, and his job was to put over young guys now, at least per the dirt sheets. So, of Mm -hmm. course, uh, he battled a 40-year-old man in a really good match. I I really enjoyed the match. And Finn Balor and his massive schwang is your new United States champion. I know for a fact that Adam has something to say about Finn Balor and his Johnson. (laughs) Always. Uh, no, like you said, I thought the match was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the the promo work afterwards left a bit to be desired from Damien Priest, but you know, what are you gonna do? But um, yeah, it was a nice. Uh, had I not already known it was going to happen, it would have been a nice surprise. Because I because like you said, knowing that, that Finn Balor was has the past three four months just been the put over the new guy guy. Going into this match, I would have been like, "Nah, he's just that's not gonna, he's not gonna win." And he won. It was nice. Yeah. Not talking about his dick. <laughs> so what do you want? What I do you want to know? Oh, he can go on for hours, but but let's let's not. Oh, we, he wants to bury something. That's for sure. <laughs> bury his face right in that crotch. <clears throat> so. I've always been a fan of Finn Balor, and I I enjoy the fact that he is the new United States champion. In fact, that makes that title instantly more interesting. Nothing against Priest. They just haven't really done anything the past few months with it. But he's got a light side and a dark side, Sal. No, no, he has a light side and a Damien side. (laughs) Yes. So that's the issue I have here, because then immediately after the match... Priest turns on the crowd, blames the fans, and turns heel. And I'm like... It was such a fucking schlocky, tropey heel turn promo, too. Right. It really was. It to, was to, like, to, you fans the, didn't cheer me enough. <laughs> including the, 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 the directly to camera, I didn't get respect from any of you. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Come on. So it, it, it came off as completely out of nowhere. Um, I understand they've been talking about this uh, Damien, his other Damien side, but that, that's that been there for weeks, and that's never, like, done what he did to Finn now. You know what I mean? And I understand you're going into Mania, you want to build heat, but, like, it didn't really make sense. Well, it, like, again, I have no problem with the title change itself. Because now you're going to get Damien versus the Demon. And yeah, people, but, people are going to cheer the Demon. So you, you you can't put him against Priest in that match unless Priest is heel. Because nobody's going to cheer Priest over the demon. So yeah, it, it makes sense in that way. And also, like, Damien Priest wasn't really doing anything. So uh, turning him heel... Now, he'll most likely get that belt back at Mania. And Finn will just have a, you know, a couple-week run or whatever like that. But that's okay, because Finn Balor now is a... Uh, Universal Champion, a two-time IC Champion, and a U.S. Champion, which means if he wins a tag belts, he's a Grand Slam Champion. <laughs> which who would have thought that happened? But that, and see, that's the thing. Um, 
I understand the reasoning behind it. Like this, like I said, it makes the United States title interesting again. This is finally a program for that title. We haven't seen that since Sheamus uh, dropped the belt to Priest. You know, there's there's not been a real program you can sink your teeth into. So now they do have something to go to Mania with, but. Um, I, you know what it is? It's going to depend on how Damian Priest plays this heel character for me. He's, he's, he's got to up the conviction a little bit. If there's one thing that people want to do when they talk about Finn Balor, it's sink their teeth into him. Uh, so, <laughs> look, I'm not... Uh, I'm not, like, a huge... Like, oh my god, they're so muscly and, and sexy, but Finn Balor is sexy. Anyways, uh, what were we talking about again? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> No, um, I think that... I think I complained about it last week, about how the... None of the... Uh, a lot of the titles don't feel important. And Damien Priest right. didn't feel important with that title on his, uh, around his waist. And Finn Balor at least breathes a little life into it. And yeah, now you've got now you've got a reason for uh, the belt to matter a little bit more too. <laughs> you know, it's annoying that they can do that whenever they want. They just choose. I not was wondering to. Why, what you were doing over there. Yeah, Adam was staring very intently into his monitor, and I was like, "Is he okay?" <laughs> yes, it's because of the fact that Finn Balor's dick was there. So now uh, he's fucking he's fucking your back though. You got to sit up a little bit. <laughs> He's just like rubbing his head on this on your spine, which is I guess is fine if you're into that. You can That's true. <laughs> that man is a beautiful man, even for and he's forty. There you go. Him and him and Tommaso was like, uh, you you looked at the two of them side by side and you're just like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> See, you you look you said that when you looked at them side by side. I looked at them side by side and said, hey. Can I look like that? No. <laughs> no. But at least it's at least it's an inspiration. You can't look like it, but you can look at it. Oh, Astro told you to do a skit over a little bit more, Adam. <laughs> You're uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy for it. Um, it's exactly what I would I would expect Finn is going to be used for. Look, I mean, it was we were one injury away from. See you, buddy. Look at that. Look at that schwanz, dude. We, uh, Finn getting hurt when he had the Universal Championship is it, going to be one of the biggest like what-ifs in WWE history. Oh, yeah. um, it, it's a bummer that he's never made it back to that place. But, you, you know, I mean, we're still seeing him regularly. Uh, he's being used. And, he, you know, he's... It's, it's more than you can expect for some people because he is a smaller dude, you know? But, yeah. Uh, Alright, so before we get kicked off of Twitch, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, do we have anything else to say about uh, Finn and his monster dong, or can we move on? We can move on. I think we should stay with Raw, though, since go for it, here. Sir. Because right after this segment... We can talk about another <laughs> turn. Yes, because immediately following the priest heel turn... Edge comes to the ring so that he can see who has accepted his his WrestleMania challenge, which was definitely not a, a facey thing to do. 
especially the way he was presenting it, because he kept being like, come on, who's going to step up? Come on, what's wrong with this locker room? Come on. Anyway, it's answered by AJ Styles. Great, awesome. AJ comes in the ring, says, I accept. And then Edge turns heel, but Edge turns heel in a way that we didn't need at all. And to me, it didn't land. Like, the crowd was chanting for Edge. Ridiculously. Uh, you know what? It just bothered me that it went back to back. Why it went back to back heel turns? And neither of them really made sense. Like, storyline. It was like watching an episode of Dynamite. I. I mean. <laughs> the pre- honestly, the, the, the priest turn makes more sense than, than Edge turning to me. Yes. I don't understand why in Edge, in a match between Edge and AJ Styles, you can't just be like, yeah, they're both. They're both faces. It's fine. Why? He, he, he was bidding for a challenger. He gets a challenger, and then he gets a wicked And then, just to be like, no, no, I'm really, really bad. He does a second. Yeah. Him in the ball. Do you get it? Do you get it? I'm a bad guy now. Get it? I mean, Edge, uh, Edge is always better as a bad guy. Um, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't get it myself, and, and it was. It was very little. I mean, I guess it's better than them doing, like, the... Edge and AJ are a tag team for a couple of weeks, and then Edge turns on them like. <laughs> oh, you mean like they did with um, AJ and yeah. Jericho? Yeah, yeah. I guess it's better than that. I guess it's better than us like looking at it being like we know how this is going to end. Like we know what this is leading to. It's leading to a match between the two of them. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the build up to it so in just the first week isn't great, but I'm still super excited for the match. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. That's that's gonna be a fun one. Um, no, I I think. Okay, so I was a big um, opponent of Edge being in the main event of WrestleMania last year. I didn't want it to happen, right? Um, but the crowd did, and the crowd been with them against this whole Miz thing, and they were with him and Beth uh, against Miz and Maurice. So I'm like, you're you're forcing the crowd to boo him and cheer for AJ, and I don't know if that's going uh, <laughs> to... AJ's not the strongest babyface in the world, anyway, even when he was champ. Um, because he gets stale real quick. Like, when he was uh, at WrestleMania 34, when he fought Shinsuke, and then he kept fighting Shinsuke, and then and then, Joe, Joe, that's my house, that's my house, Paige, that's my house. Remember the, remember the good old days of AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura? God, ain't that a kick in the dick? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so uh, out of the two, at the at where at where we are at right now, I thought Edge would have been the face if you were going to force it. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, I, I thought that AJ was still heel, even though it almost turned on him, but apparently not. Apparently he's full on face, which, sure. But yeah, I mean, they could easily turn around next week and and have him back to regular Edge and just be like, I just lost control of myself. I'm sorry. You know, they could do they could do <laughs> that, but yeah, I don't know. It is. It's it's like he's been he's been back in kind of freedom fighting, you know, the against the Miz and things like that, and then all of a sudden just like, oh shit, uh, this guy gave me what I wanted. Well. 
fuck him. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what it felt like. That's exactly what it felt like. Oh, and let, let's not forget the... <laughs> you're not who I wanted to... You're not who I wanted to come out. A couple years ago, um, remember they did this whole Randy Orton would RKO Edge, and then he would be like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I don't know what came over me. I love you, Edge. I love you. I love Beth. I love your girls. Whoa. Yeah, that's a return. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so WWE has always found creative ways to get to, to people at, uh, at Mania, but I don't know. This seems like a lazy way. I sure hope someone on your stream captures that moment where you completely bungled your opening of water. That was great. <laughs> I, I, caught the, I caught the lid. I caught the cat. Oh. I, I had completely forgotten about that fire, that, that freaking Edge mm. Randy Orton match at, uh, at COVID Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely forgot about that. It was like 40 minutes long. Anyway. It was the greatest <laughs> yeah. wrestling match ever, though. Oh no, that was that was the second. No, that, one. Was, that was the second. No, that was a different That's match. Right. That was at that was at the. Uh, this was the Falls Count Anywhere game. match. That I was, was actually like that, the Falls actually didn't yeah. count anywhere. Uh, real quick, I just um, <laughs> I'd like to read uh, like Bleacher Report um, for the results just to see if there's anything else that I need to kind of watch or stuff like that. And. Uh, I was I was just like shaking my head because they talked about the Tamina uh, Dana Brooke Akira Tozawa Reggie segment. Oh, I, I skipped right through that. And one. their article says it's clear that everybody in this segment could be doing more. And I'm like, have you have you been watching those four people? <laughs> their entire careers no this is exactly where they're supposed to be they are comedy idiots <laughs> like not i mean to be fair tozawa had some pretty cool matches back in the 205 days yeah, yeah i mean tozawa is is your flippy indie guy and if he gets released he'll be oh how could WWE drop the ball on this guy um but uh, yeah he's he is what he is you know but to me no yeah, no, I get Tamina blows Monster Dong. Uh, Dana Brooke has never been good, and her face is slowly melting. Uh, Red <laughs> Reggie's able to do some cool little flippy dippy doos and stuff like that, but otherwise, like nobody, nobody in that match is like a fucking Hall of Wait, Famer. But Adam didn't see the segment, so he doesn't know what happened. <laughs> Adam. Dana kissed Reggie, so now she likes jungle fever. Also. <laughs> but also Tamina Tamina kissed Tozawa she got yellow fever <laughs> <laughs> don't think you can do that oh I'm not allowed to okay but sorry anyway. right. I'll let it out in post I won't <laughs> okay no, you won't. behold all the fucks I give Byron seemed to care Byron really liked the fact that Dana's because he ready. realized he has a shot now <laughs> he's like well I'm better looking than that black guy so <laughs> someone in the crowd I don't remember what segment I saw it in but someone in the crowd had a sign I think it was on Smackdown actually it said Byron greater sign Corey Graves nice <laughs> Corey man uh... oh Corey Graves there's an interesting topic <laughs> yeah he finally came out and said he's medically cleared 
He has admitted it now. Uh, not that that's going to lead to anything. We don't know or not. But, uh, yeah. And then uh, he he released his first episode of his uh, sex tape. I mean, uh, reality show. Uh, I mean... <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, it's, YouTube a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a YouTube right. show. It's a YouTube show. It's supposed um, to be a reality show. It's pretty much just Carmela like trying to wear as little clothing as possible, and this, this is the same issue I had with their podcast. Is Carmela is like bubbly and fun, and Corey Graves is like a limp dick the entire time. Like he's so like, I don't like that. I don't want to. <laughs> you're just like come on dude like you've got this you've got this decently attractive woman you know that's that's hanging around with you and you he just seems so fucking miserable can we pause this for the, the recording just oh, say, sure. <laughs> no 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 can you did you just say that the former pro football cheerleader the former laker girl is only decently looking have we not had this conversation already? I mean, but dude, <laughs> I still would say, even objectively, you can admit she's a good-looking woman. Sure. Troy thinks Carmela's a butterface. I, I think she's fucking hot as shit, but that's just me, I guess. Um, anyway, her and Corey parade around and all this other shit, but on Raw, Carmela basically Carmella. said that she was going to have sex with Corey. Carmela. Carmelo is a black guy. <laughs> no, I said Carmela. Um, she promised a live sock celebration after WrestleMania if they retain their titles. Spoiler alert, they're not going to retain their titles. But wait, 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 wait. Her and Queen Zelina? No. No. <laughs> she was talking to Queen they're gonna Zelina. They're going to have a live sex up. They're going to gonna do a little, a little scissoring? A no, little, no, no, no. A little scissoring? Um... <laughs> Scissor, she said, "She said her and Corey were going to." And I'm wondering how far they pushed this far. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> look, I I have said on the show before, Camilla has a fantastic body that she has paid for, but her face is a little just okay in my taste, dog. She's not ugly. I'm not saying that she's ugly. That's why I use the term. What did I say? Relatively attractive? Mildly attractive? You said decently decent. attractive. And I was like, well, how high are your standards if she's no, 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 I don't have any standards, okay? <laughs> but if I compare her to other incredibly hot women in wrestling, she doesn't crack my top 15, Okay, that I can understand that. Then you could say, "Hey, Corey, you have one of the more average women in the locker room." Look, you think you'd be happier? Her, her, like walking down the street, um, in in most cities, depending on the street, she'd be probably like an eight or nine. Her in that locker room, surrounded by people like Sasha and Rhea, and Zelina, and Bianca, and everything like that, she's probably a seven. Maybe a six. Yes, sir. Yes. But, what about when she puts on the... Now, 
Now that definitely earns half a point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I only 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 half. only half because it's only the only the mask. She needs to put on like the full. Now now if she took one of the outfits that we saw in Saudi Arabia, put that on and the gimp mask, then we're talking. Then we're talking that knocks her up to a full eight. But again, that's because you can't see her face then. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying she's ugly, and look, I know that I'm a fucking troll, so I don't have any place to say anything about people's attractiveness or stuff like that, but I am an internet person that has an opinion, and I'm going to use it, and I'm going to say she could be a part-time model. <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me of a skit from... Um this group they call that Flight is, of the Concords. Have you? I have literally referenced that show three times in this conversation, and you just now realized it. Yes. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I didn't know you knew about that show, man. That was a while ago. I mean, ago. she could be an air hostess in the '60s. <laughs> <laughs> See, the first thing that popped into my head was that the the Simpsons. I think it's the episode where they create the Homer. And there are something where they're, they're at some kind of convention and they're giving away a car and everybody's filling out their forms going, do you come with the car? The, the, the model just keeps going, oh, you. Is yeah, it's just the exact again? same thing for the next guy who comes up. Yeah. You come with the car? Nice. All right. Anything else from Monday Night Raw? Same old Monday Night Raw. Uh, well, are we gonna have uh, are we going to have new tag champs going into Mania? The uh, Seth K.O. show. Not if, uh, not if Randy's hamstring doesn't cooperate. Uh, yeah, so... Please, give all your money to Sean Russap because uh, his inside sources told him that that Randy Orton match was supposed to have a different finish. No shit. I, I saw... I saw really? someone respond to it. Sources watching TV, and it's like, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell when the ref counted three, and the commentary was like, oh, oh. couldn't. Tell so it looked like, so looking like Randy Orton was supposed to get his foot on the ropes, and some people were saying, oh, well, was he supposed to get his foot on the ropes? So then uh, Dawkins was supposed to was push, supposed it, to push off, it off, or. Was right. he putting his foot on the ropes and Dawkins saw that he wasn't in position and was trying to pull him on to the ropes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably what yeah. actually happened. So. Sorry, Angelo Hawkins. Either way, afterwards, <laughs> when the, when you could see Randy talking to the ref, from the, the camera angle that they had, you could literally see his hamstring right above his knee just tensing and i'm like oh that hurts yeah so fucking bad yeah, some people were saying that was maybe the maybe the shoulder at first because of, of the way that uh that tez hit him but yeah it it looked more like it was probably a hammy now we don't know anything else in regards to his his health and honestly i i was still kind of struggling to figure out what exactly was going to be their match at mania were they going to get another tag team opportunity or uh, you know, I I'm not sure on that. So I'm not sure if the plans change on it or not. To if if Orton's up for a while, or if they, you know, if they do something with Riddle or not. It's a triple threat, isn't it? No, oh, is the triple next? threat is next week. The triple threat's next yeah, week. Yeah, that's that's right. why I'm not sure what they're doing at Mania. 
because it's like. So the only thing I can think of is that's to be honest, Seth and Owens win the belts. And I know that sounds weird to say because it's like Seth Rollins should be doing pretty much semi-main. I mean, Seth Rollins like, has same thing. He's with won the tag team titles with like five different people at this point, though. Yeah, but we're going into Mania. Like, he's probably one of their bigger known stars. You know, right underneath Rock and Roman. You can think of Seth. Seth and, you know, KO. I put KO in that category. So, for them to be going for the tag okay, titles? Seth, Seth and KO are together yes. going for the tag titles. The, but we're talking about the tag titles. These titles have See, See, now, we're ele- we're here's, elevating stuff. here's we're my elevating. issue, right? You just said that. The thing that we constantly fucking hear is the IWC says, Vince Man doesn't care about tag team wrestling. And then once they try to do this, where they where he tries to care about tag team wrestling, everyone goes, oh, nobody fucking cares. He's not, he doesn't fucking care anywhere, so why should I? And it's like, why don't you try actually giving a fuck yourself? <laughs> like if, Well, because because he's only doing it with Mania. And then after Mania, he's not going to care anymore. You but don't that's know not that. the point. The point is, <laughs> you don't the know point that. Is like like Adam said, if we're doing the triple threat next Monday, if we were supposed to be, then what the fuck were we going to do with Mania? Unless you brought in the Street Profits to this equation, and then made it a fatal four way, I guess. No, Ko and Ko and Seth can win the titles on, on Raw, and then uh, Alpha and Academy then, take their rematch yeah. of Mania. Heel versus heel. I mean, if uh, it, I mean, and then what do you do with Orton? What would what would you have done with Orton and, and yeah. Riddle then? People were, well, they were cheering. The people, the crowd was kind of cheering yeah. both of them during the KO, the KO show at the start of. Well, the, that's because those guys are awesome. <laughs> right, but that's that's why I was kind of going like that's why I don't think that Seth and Owen were going Owens. Not Owen. Owens. We're going to win the titles because obviously we keep hearing about Stone Cold Steve Austin facing off against Owens and things like that. That's true. Too, so it was like know. it was like that kind of made more sense to me that you have RK. Maybe you have RK Bro win the titles, and then that's kind of your backup plan in case things don't don't come to fruition, and you just have Seth and KO versus RK Bro, which I wouldn't be a match I'd be interested in. Um, but now. If Orton is hurt, that kind of fucks up all your plans for the tag titles. Well, it depends, because... And, and again, we don't know that right. it's actually hurt. Like, so to me, it just looks like a cramp, the way that the muscles... Well, I was going to say... Tense, str- it just looks like a cramp more than anything, but... If it's something that... To wicked jolly hush, dude. Yeah. If, if it's something that he could be, you know, ready to go in three to four weeks, maybe it doesn't screw up their plans. You know what I mean? They can kind of work around it until they get to Mania. But if he's going to be up for a couple months, then yeah, then you're fucked. But I, I don't know. We'll see. I guess you'll know right away next Monday if they do um, a switch. All you know, a yeah. sudden switch, and and they have like the street profits in there instead of. I mean, you know, the profit just beat them. So at least they, at least there is reason for them to be that way. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. This says fightful select. It says initial signs of that Orton just suffers a stinger or a tweak. After the front everybody knows oh, that they are completely reliable. <laughs> All the information. <laughs> it's not okay. Okay, so yeah. not nearly as bad. Situation. Go ahead, sorry. 
This also says the situation was a result of Orton getting the wind knocked out of him, his ribs being crushed, and not being able to move. Except he was fucking yes. moving after. But anyway. Not nearly as fun as whoever sent Dave Meltzer a complete fake list of bench press <laughs> results from NXT, <laughs> which had to have been one of the funniest fucking things ever because you knew you knew it as so. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Meltzer reported that there was a bench press competition at NXT 2.0, and he had listings of everybody and the weights that they did. And right away, Indy Hartwell was like, we did? <laughs> and <laughs> guess whose name was on that list of people who participated? Indy Hartwell. And then you had Cora Jade, who also was on there, was just just made some laughing faces, and it's like, yep, it very clearly Meltzer got fucking trolled by somebody and just went with it. And of course, hasn't retracted that or nothing like that. He's, he he can never admit that he was wrong or that he got fucking played, but it's pretty clear that like somebody came up with this fucking thing and was like, here, let's see. Let's see if he'll fucking take the bait on it. <laughs> he did. And it's like, yep, that's all you need to know about your, uh, your wrestling messiah there. Alright. Um, no. So. Uh, let's talk about some AEW. Sadly. So. You say sadly, man. This is probably the best they've no, been it's in not. months. Uh, so. Let's start off with the the big news, of course. Uh, Jeff Hardy is very upset. Oh, who gives a shit about Matt Jeff Hardy, Hardy? Does that's the only way <laughs> he remains that. relevant. Uh, Jeff Hardy care. did an interview with uh, uh, somebody on YouTube. Not really an interview. He just was hanging out with some dude on YouTube, and he said, "Like I'm signing with AEW," and then apparently got really pissed because the guy released that information, and that wasn't supposed to be part of the video that they were doing together because uh, Jeff was like what the fuck man like no that was and it's like yeah the guy has like 130 followers so of course you know Jeff, if Jeff's going to release that information it's going to be the bigger things but another former WWF guy WWE guy that is going to wind up in AEW and I guess we're going to have the Hardy Boys reunite You know how we we talked about being worried about Daniel Bryan, about you know him him going there and not being as protected in terms of injuries and stuff like that, and we're pretty sure that he's gotten a concussion since joining AEW because he was just magically gone for a couple of weeks there. How worried are we that Jeff Hardy's going to OD in AEW? You're not. Not worried. No, because of the fact that the guy didn't OD in TNA, he's not going to OD this one. Okay, how worried are you that Jeff Hardy is going to show up in the ring on something? Well, I'd say the probability is a lot higher now that he's over Uh there. But, okay, to be fair to Jeff, if I'm correct, he, uh, everything came back that he passed all his drug tests when he was released by the WWE, is that correct? The tests that he took sometime before that live event, he passed. He did not take a drug test at the live event. They asked him to take one. They asked him to take a breathalyzer. He refused. So he did not 
pass a drug test after he just decided in the middle of a match to leave and walk through the crowd. So that's the thing, is that Matt Hardy is hanging his hat on the fact he's like, whoa, Matt Jeff's last drug test he took came back clean. It's like, okay, well, when was that? How long ago was that? And that's not what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with the fact that, like, yeah, he very well could have been clean up until that day when he got fucking high or got drunk or something like that and got into the ring and then fucking left in the middle of the crowd. That's the issue is that we're running into. It's like, yeah, they're, they're, they keep boasting about, like, oh, he passed his last drug test. It's like, yeah, he, did he pass a drug test after, they, after he fucking got sent home? No, he didn't. He just never did it, you know? I, I said this a couple weeks ago on the rundown. I said, when you're an addict, unfortunately, in this world, you face a life of criticism, regardless if you stay sober or not. And it's the truth. And because of Jeff's past action, every time something like this happens, people are automatically going to point to drugs. So, as far as him signing with AEW, I'm hoping, you know, for his own sake, for his family's sake, that he does stay clean. Who knows, right? I don't think AEW's really been known as, like, drug central. Well, they're not. But I get it that nobody's policing yeah. them. But you know what? If Jeff's a fucking 40-something-year-old man at this point, nobody should be policing him. Well, people should be policing him because the guy has not earned the benefit of the doubt. Fucking two years ago, he got arrested twice. While with WWE, no, dude, when you're when you're a forty-something-year-old man, you should be policing yourself. But he's an addict; he can't police himself. He has a problem, and and he needs a support system. And the problem is, is that and if that can't be your if that can't be your immediate family, then that's on you, bro. That's it can't be Jeff. his immediate family because Matt Hardy is an enabler. That's the problem. He the. <laughs> You're, you're blowing based on everything that you've read, that you think that, that Matt Hardy wants his brother back on he drugs. He doesn't want him back on drugs, but Matt Hardy, also a drug addict, isn't exactly the best support system. And Matt cares more about him and Jeff reuniting in AEW than he does... He, he's sitting, he's running around making fucking jokes about Jeff getting fired from his job and having to take drug tests and stuff like that. And it's like, your brother literally blew up his house because he probably had a meth lab in there. That happens. <laughs> like, the guy got arrested twice for public intoxication two years ago. He's clearly not that far off from his last relapse. And that's the issue. Is in WWE, he had that uh, a lot more of that support system. And he sits there and he says that he wasn't going to take 28 days to go through rehab in order to keep his job in WWE. It's like, you're not willing to, to spend 28 days paid, mind you. Paid rehab. You're not willing to go to rehab for 28 days to save your job where you're making like a million a year and now you're going to go and make less money and work for a place that has way less fucking uh, rules and regulations and stuff like that. Like, it's just, it it does. It feels like it's fucking TNA all over again. And that's a problem. Here's the difference, though. He didn't leave WWE. He he got fired. So where else are you supposed to work? Well, he didn't have to get fired, is what I'm saying. He just had to go to rehab for 28 and days. That's a little bit too late, right? Like, 
at this point, him saying that we all knew that was going to happen the minute he got released. Yeah. Because his brother's well, of over course. Now. But uh, that's that's the issue at hand here, is that this guy, he needs fucking help. And I don't think he's going to get an AW because everyone there is a lot more concerned with their own careers than they are about making sure that Jeff Hardy is okay. Well, if his own brother can't it's... fucking look out for him, then... Go ahead. So tonight everyone's at Cell Blaine? Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'd say it's, you have to be responsible. And I'm, for and I'm saying, I'm saying, for an addict, it's very hard to be responsible for yourself. Yeah, I know. I've dealt with addicts. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, uh, it's to, it's to Jason's point about AEW being a, a show run by the boys. Yeah. And so, to Troy's point, there's not that structure that's going to say, uh, "Hey, don't fuck this up." Because it's it's a fucking it's fucking boys town in the locker room. It's just a fucking everybody's having a blasty blast. Yeah. So uh, there's the there's there's a there's a probability for trouble. I'll say. I, I haven't heard any, and obviously because the NDH wouldn't. But there's there's so many people over there in AEW that are either straight edge or uh, sober by choice. I don't think that is and Jeff Hardy. Uh, okay, but um, Jimmy Havoc. All I gotta do is who's gone, and that was like and two what and, a half and years what ago. was going on while he was in AEW. Other than him molesting people, it was also him heavily drinking and being on say. drugs, and he admitted as much. And they sent him to rehab because of that. So like, it's it's clear that there are. Like you know, they 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 have problems there as well. You know, um, I, I mean, every place has problems. Obviously, I mean, you know, every sport has their own people too that are on drugs and stuff like that. Because you give people a bunch of money and and they're gonna spend it how they want. And a lot of the times, those people decide that I want to inject poison into my veins. You know, but everybody has problems. Troy can't stop asking for news <laughs> in the kitchen. <picture. laughs> Then he immediately takes his hand. Hey, man, you got to shoot your um, shot, dude. <laughs> uh, Bruno, send him those nudes at yeah. the wrong time. All right, well, let's go ahead and start blowing MJF, I guess. You're so mad. Why are you because so mad I didn't that? think it was that good. Because you listened to the No, internet? because I listened to the promo and I didn't think it was that good. It was that good. It wasn't that good. It wasn't game-changing. It wasn't something that's going to be um, remembered 50 years from now. But was it a good fucking promo? Yeah. Because you know that's why? Our, it felt real. That's our, that's our pull quote from this episode. It, it was that good. It wasn't that good. <laughs> See? See, here's the thing. All right? I've always been a sucker for a good villain origin story. I really have. Way more than a superhero origin story. So, to indirectly blame Punk for MJF being the way he is, I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it played off nicely of the people who felt like they were CM Punk fans in 2014, and then he fucking turned his back on everybody. I thought um, Punk kind of ruined it at the end for me. I wouldn't have had him come out. I didn't see a point in him coming out. I thought that was uh, kind of yeah, like you said. It, it, it took away from it, and and him just coming out and being like, "Was that real? Was that real?" Like, 
I don't know. I mean, CM Punk is a prick anyways, so I guess it's it's in character for him to come out there and, and immediately ask someone who just poured his heart out, like, are you, are you fucking serious? <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, I just thought everyone talks like oh this is this is him like uh this is your hero or your villain origin story and things like that and and it, it very well could be but part of part of me is like if i'm watching a normal movie or something like that and the bad guy gives that speech then then yeah i think it's great but i'm not watching a normal movie i'm watching wrestling and so for me it's always a matter of like he essentially cut a face promo as a heel you know, and so it's like, is this just going to, the way my brain works is like, is this just going to lead to him being a face? I don't want to see him as a face because he, it'd be like when the Miz tried to turn face and like, <laughs> so, I so like, that. like that's the only thing is like, and I'm seeing a lot of people talk about the fact that it's like, oh, it's going to be a double turn because we've been doing all these Bret Hart fucking matches with CM Punk and like, this is going to be him and Stone Cold and like, I don't want to see that either. Do I do I want to see right. Punk as a, as a heel? Yeah, probably. At this time point, yes. Make him a fucking heel because this face shit isn't working for me with him. But I don't want to see MJF as okay, a face. So there is there is a way to do it where MJF stays mm-hmm. heel, fuse with Wardlow, and then Punk also turns heel because of what he does in that dog right. collar match. What is fuse with who? Huh? Huh? Fuse with who? <laughs> Wardlow. Wardlow! Yeah. So, um... I don't care if William Regal's not employed. Yeah. I'm going to keep that joke on. Look, I... I really... I, I like MJF. I do. Uh, sometimes they book him as the biggest fucking pansy ever. Um, but this here, like, he definitely showed he has uh, better acting skills than a lot of the people on the roster. You know, yes, it, it it felt heartfelt. It felt real. There was a lot of real life aspects of it built into it. You know, him talking about, um, you know, being made fun of for being Jewish and things like that. And if he is a face and giving that promo, then I feel like it it hits a little differently for me. But him being a heel, like I said. Yeah. The I guess part of the problem was that I kept waiting for the turn, you know? I kept waiting for him to, at the end of it, turn around and be like, and that's why you all can suck my dick or something like that, because I, I kept... And that might still <laughs> yeah. happen, though. That might still happen. That could happen on Dynamite tomorrow. That could happen at yeah. the paper. So when, when the promo ended and CM Punk had to get his... I, I, I'm getting paid millions of dollars to come out here and do two lines. I was like, is is that it? You know, like it, it, it just it was it was so out of the blue to me that it and and that it kind of it, it did it, it made me just kind of be like, what the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> you know, because yeah, because I was expecting it to be because we've seen it before. You know, like Rollins has come out there and been like, I miss you guys. <laughs> you can all suck my dick. You know, like there's always been that kind yeah, of you know. So I was like, I'm like, well, he's working a crowd. He's working a crowd. And then when he didn't do the turn at the end to like work the crowd i was like oh so then that was just like him uh, and i get it like the storytelling it makes it, it it makes sense for why he wants to beat punk i'm not saying that that it doesn't i'm saying that it just felt a little off to me 
But was it a good promo? Yes. Was it the greatest ever? Fuck no. <laughs> Adam, what do you think? Um, Troy makes a lot of good points. Um, I enjoyed the promo a l- mostly because, besides the, the Jewish thing and the sports thing, but it, uh, uh, it, it, it was very much my life as well. Um, being a kid with ADHD and getting bullied relentlessly, but um, I, I thought it was a nice change of pace, at least. But, um, but yeah, for it to be, it didn't feel... It was it was odd in that it felt that I, I guess they were trying to go for a work shoot thing, but it didn't feel like MJF. It felt like Max. And, and that was a little wonky to me. But. Yeah, it, it was... You were kind of waiting for him to be like, this isn't MJF talking, this is Max yeah. talking. Um, I lost my smile, but anyway. <laughs> oh, wait, I found it. We're good. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but uh, again, as, as me and Troy discussed, I, I hated Punk coming out at the end, because if MJF cuts that promo and, and just puts the mic down, just leaves, it's much it's a much better visual. Yeah. And it's a much better it's better story. But that's Punk coming out there and then MJF not hitting him or him not getting jumped like nothing ha- why did Punk come out there? Well, it's it's been a systemic problem in AEW. They don't let things breathe, you know. And right, they right. they they constantly try to cram so much in that it almost feels like they they feel like they can't because they're like, "No, no, no we got to make sure we get our 5 minutes of women in there we got to make sure that you know cody gets his big entrance not anymore in obviously but yeah so it's like with that it was like no no we gotta we gotta have punk appear because he's got to be on every fucking episode because we paid a lot of fucking money for him and it's like so that's like yeah so then he's got to come running out there and yeah we've seen it too when like you know titles have been won on dynamite it's been like they're celebrating it's like all right well now we're gonna go backstage with jade Cargill. And you're like, what, why? Like, yeah. <laughs> wait, no, we we weren't yeah. done celebrating with uh, with Jungle Boy. <laughs> like, no. So yeah, I think that's part of it too. Is just like, it it would have been a great moment to just have stunned silence afterwards. You know. Right. And we didn't get that. Instead, we got Punk going. Is it real? Is it real? Okay. Was my and then what's MJF? Which is to do? such Everything. a weird question to yeah. ask on camera at a wrestling. Show. Right. Is that real? Was my wrestling career real? Was my UFC career real? Did Mickey Gall really take those drugs? And now, now I don't have a loss. <laughs> Speaking of weird things to ask on a wrestling show, so moving on to a night that was apparently all about promos, uh, we had a little promo battle between Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston. Where Jericho says, I thought you'd be a great baby face. Oh, my God. And I'm like, And you know what? I'll I'll give credit to Kingston. Even if it was off the cuff, he was like, I don't know what that is. Part of that, yeah. Part of that is because he knows who he's playing to. He's playing to the IWC, and the IWC love to use insider terms, even if they've never stepped into the ring. That's true. They they fucking can't help but use an insider term in everything they post. And so that that's him playing up that ass because it's like, yeah, they know what I'm talking about, you know? And 
it's like, well, first of all, everybody knows what they're talking about now. It's not, it's not some fucking big secret anymore. The carny language and shit like that. But yeah, it, that's been what he does because he can now. Like, because you know that Vince would have been like, "There's no fucking way you're going out there and telling somebody that there would have been a good baby face," you know. And Cody was doing that shit too, you know, walking around talking about I'm not turning heel and shit like that. And it's like, yeah, and yeah. to me and and if I may to you guys as well, it annoys the piss out of us because it's like, no, stop, mm-hmm. stop showing us how the sausage is made. Like at least let us have a little bit of fucking uh, you know kayfabeness on things because uh, like we know we know it's not real but that's not the point we want to be immersed in it and we'd, we'd, what we want to see is Jericho go out there and be like I thought you were going to come in here and be a big deal like that that you can understand but with him be like, I thought you were going to come in here and be a baby face and then you were going to like do the job for me later like that's just it, it just it feels so lame <laughs> Tony Schiavone on commentary saying, Cody got his wig yep. back. Things like yeah. that are are some of the issues that I think that your casual fans have with it. Because it's it's like if you're watching the fucking... Uh, I know I use this a lot, but if I, and I haven't watched this show in years. But if you're watching like The Walking Dead, and all of a sudden like Daryl Dixon takes out a, out a zombie, he's just like, I just took that actor down. <laughs> like that's this right. is not you to be like, what the fuck is going on right now? And it see there is a difference in my in my mind between bringing real life into mm-hmm. a promo and using insider terms because. When you like, for example, Jeff's drug history. If you bring that up in a promo, people are like, "Oh shit, he went there." You know what I mean? That that's fine. Some things should be off limits, but that's not for me to decide. I'm not the one who runs the promotions. But when you sit there and you say insider terms, that doesn't make that completely takes me out of the promo. And and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's just I just pull out your script from your back pocket. Well, like, it, because it used it. to be like a cheeky little nod every once in a while. Every once in a great while, you'd get somebody that would like slip in a fucking uh, insider term into something, and you'd be like, "Wait, what are they talking about? What does that mean?" You know? I respect yeah. you, Booker. Yeah. Man. <laughs> but yeah, but and now in today's landscape, like you doing that stuff is just like you're breaking the fourth wall, and that's not that cool anymore. You know? It makes sense, like for certain movies and stuff like that. You're like, okay, I get it. Like, I'm gonna watch this show. They're gonna they're, every once in a while, they're gonna talk directly to the audience or stuff like that. But that's not wrestling to me, you know. What I what I don't need is fucking Matt and Nick Jackson looking at the camera and be like, yeah, you like that WWE sucker dicks, you know? Like, it's just AEW. AEW is a company that is owned by a smart and is produced for marks who yes. think they're smart. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, Matt and Nick Jackson on the most recent episode of BTE, and the only reason I know this is because of things I read on Twitter, uh, were at WWE headquarters. I thought that Cody was the one that was uh, the you know pushing to take shots right. at us versus them. Yeah, because it's so badass when people take pictures in front of things they destroy. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I love it. I love it too. Where it's like, yeah, you do realize that as soon as AEW came around, that WWE actually had 
more profits than ever, right? Like, if they're destroying them, WWE's going to want them to keep destroying them. But, yeah, this whole, like, we're taking a a picture in front of the village, it's like, yeah, you and 67,000 other other few people that fucking go walking through that town, like, it's a building. You can take a picture in front of it. You're not invading them. Dude, I think I took a picture in front of it before. (laughs) But... Here's here's the other thing too with with the Bucks. It's like people people tell you that like oh they're they're playing a character and stuff like that. That's why they're complete assholes on online. It's like no, I think they're just complete assholes. <laughs> like they're just dickheads. They're not that good. They're just yeah. Dickheads. Like the uh, every time they change their fucking bio, people got to post and stuff like that. And it's just like oh my god, like these guys just are just insufferable. You know. And yeah, posting that and then because they knew what they were doing, they were they knew they were gonna get the right people who look at that and be like, oh, look at you guys. And meanwhile, WWE's just like, do we have security to make sure they don't get any closer? <laughs> we do. Okay, good. We have a sniper <laughs> on the roof. All right, they good. were in checking. They were in what Bridgeport for for, oh, Bri- for the yeah. show? Yes, and then they yeah. traveled to Stanford during yeah. the tea. Bridgeport. I just Google mm-hmm. mapped it. Bridgeport and Stanford. Minutes. It's a 25-minute drive. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and it's like... <clears throat> but it's yeah, you know? And it's like, yeah, well... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They went six exits down 95. <laughs> and you, and you, <laughs> want to like, you want to be like, yeah, well, you guys were taking a picture in front of their building. They probably made $20 million in that time period it took you to drive there. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys are not the same. You are a... Like... I, one of my favorite things was people were posting like, "Oh, if AW, because they're they're now going to be appearing in in California soon," and it's like, "Oh, well, uh, once they actually like go international and go to Canada, like, what what do you see the card looking like, or, or what how do you, how do you see the ticket sales? It's like half their roster can't go to that show, so how good are the ticket sales going to be? Because right. half the roster is not fucking vaccinated, and you can't travel to Canada unless you get a vaccine." <laughs> You know, so it's like, yeah, that's the big difference there, and that's part of the reason why WWE turned around and said, anyone who doesn't have a vaccination, you're getting fired. <laughs> a point that a point that was very clearly made by who they said yes. this week. Yes, because you have Keith Lee and Flip Gordon, both who are unvaxxed people. Yeah, I don't know, and the, yeah. Like I said, I, I just I can't even fucking watch the, those guys anymore because they have. I'm going to use an insider term here, Sal. Go away, heat for me. <laughs> yes. Box. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Hundred um, percent. Anything else from Dynamite? I know that you had actually Troy in the in the host thread. You had asked if they're going to have another qualifying match for the face of the revolution yes. ladder match on dynamite this week. I don't know that or if they're just going to have a mission. Yeah. Spot. You know yeah. So mean? they, I didn't see anything on their, like, you know, coming up on, on this dynamite or whatever. Normally they have tonight, but, uh, yeah. So it's like, well, we have that. And then we have, um, well, we have the, the one match that's like the, which tag team is going to be in the, the three way as well. Um, but yeah, for the for the Revolution ladder match, they didn't say anything about any other end of qualifying matches, so I don't know. But we do have oh god damn it! I forgot if you fucking type in dynamite, you get a BTS song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
quick shout out because they were in Bridgeport. To BTE? Uh, I didn't see who. who no. Uh, I didn't see who, who a couple of them were, but on Rampage, when uh, when Hook beat up the Nightmare Factory oh, trainees, uh, one of them was Love Doug and one of them was Sammy Diaz. Uh, I didn't see who the other two were, but uh, shout out to those guys. Right on. Good dudes. Local guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, speaking of local, um, I didn't know Alex Reynolds was from the Northeast. Until but you listen to uh, until Art Wrestling. Listen to Art Wrestling, yeah. <laughs> and he name dropped Chaotic and Chase Del Monte. I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> All right. So, unless we got anything else to talk about, we've got some predictions to make. Do, do we want to talk about Tommaso Ciampa's new theme song? I mean, look, the minute I found out it was changed, I instantly was like, yeah, you can't say no one will survive at this point in time yeah, on TV. Here's, Here's his statement. He put a, he put a statement out on, on Instagram. Uh, quote, let's address the elephant in the room. Personally, I like the new music. More importantly, I love the message. Fight to survive. It resonates with me on a deeper level. We all face our own struggles in life, obstacles we must overcome. We all have our own fight, whether it's a battle with mental health, cancer, or physical disability, self-doubt, or anything else. We must always choose to fight to survive. Over the past two years, I've become far more active with charities and nonprofits like Give Kids the World Village. The pandemic has swept the nation, and to be quite honest, with the current state of things, I'd much rather spread a message like fight to survive than no one will survive. I sure as heck would rather teach my daughter that lesson. I've been in this business for 17 years now. My platform has never been bigger than it is right now. My moment is now, literally and metaphorically, and every day I choose to fight to there survive. You there you go. Yeah. We, we've gone on ad nauseum about them changing theme songs. We've talked about it that they had a falling out with CFO dollar signs, so they're trying to get rid of all of their theme songs. This change seems to be a case of like, hey, we need to get rid of your CFO dollar signs song, and then talk to Tomasa, which they do to most of the people, and been like, what music do you want? What style do you want? Kind of things like that. Right. And it sounds like he had some input onto it. Or at least they ran it by him and he said, that's perfect, let's run with it. Um, yeah. It's, it's a bummer because there's been so many theme song changes now because of the fact that they've had that falling out that you literally had it where when you're watching the rumble, you're just like, who the fuck is coming out next? Like, I don't, I don't yeah, recognize. No yeah. Fucking idea. But eventually once the, once we get kind of like through all of that, um, and, and we'll get to know these new theme songs and we'll be fine with it, you know? Um, but obviously, yeah, I mean, I love Tomaso's cha- uh, song. I loved Shana's song, you know, and, and we've lost a lot of those. Maybe, maybe at maybe at Access they could just do a maybe at Access they could just do a concert where they just play there you theme go. songs. So, uh, one more thing on Dynamite. Thing. What? The, the fucking AEW set yeah. list. The fucking Mikey Rogers oh, playing AEW theme songs. Like concert yes. for, uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. So, somebody did show up on Dynamite Your last mom? week. Um, no. Um, lights out, because that's how we debut oh, somebody in yeah. AW. Lights uh, on, and there he up. is. Clap up. Mr. Buddy Matthews. Clap on, clap off. New superstar. Um, and he joined the House of Black, which is not really surprising. Because, you know, if Buddy is anything, he's a follower. 
Hey, just remember, you know, these guys, once once WWE is done with them and throws them aside, they're able to completely reinvent themselves. So, Buddy Matthews went from being a guy that was in, like, a cult-like faction to being a guy in a cult-like faction. Guy in a cult-like faction. (laughs) The other other issue that I have, um, not just the fact that here's another guy... The kings of the mud. Yeah. The dark not only is it another guy that is gets it gets thrown into a faction where he's not the top guy in it. He doesn't look like he belongs with them two guys. Like he, no. those two dudes <laughs> are tatted up and they're super dark and stuff like that. And then you got chiseled out of fucking granite, like completely <laughs> clean of any tattoos. Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews. Yeah. So you got. Yeah. Malachi, it's a Brody, point. and Buddy. <laughs> yeah, these, these scary fucking dudes that come out to fucking death metal and, and, and goth uh, graphics now have Buddy, Buddy with them. Buddy the Hat. That's guy. right. Thought you were gonna say Elf. They are the Deathbringers, the Lights of the Dark Tower. They are Brody, Malachi. <laughs> yeah it just doesn't fit and again it's like here's another dude who comes in and of course everyone talked about like how could WWE drop the ball on this guy it's like well guess what guys AEW's gonna drop the ball on this motherfucker too because he is literally just thrown into a faction where he's maybe the second best guy Probably the third. Well, not best. I mean, he's Probably yeah, the most important, I should say. Because it's like, you, you just gave all this right. money to Brody King to bring him in. And, like, that was supposed to be a big thing. Yep. You're like, oh, cool. Like, okay, they're a tag team now. Like, uh, that's kind of shitty because Malika Black should be more than that. But we'll, we'll go with the tag team. It's like, oh, right. no, wait, no. So now the tag team is oh, speaking of Buddy and Brody. That, I, I don't even know. Yeah, with... with yeah. I, I don't know. But speaking of uh, bringing in somebody for a lot of money and then having them do nothing, um, Andrade actually put on a really nice match with, with, with Sammy. He, of course, yeah. lost. I mean, we all saw that coming. But um, with Matt Hardy pushing his foot off the rope or pulling his foot out of the rope. Who fucking cares? Like, what have you done to Andrade? I don't know, but I'm Jericho so had to scream about it 16 about fucking times. Um... Like, I, I used to love watching Andrade and, and Zelina on my television screen because they were entertaining. The whole shtick, I, I dug it. But we don't we don't get none of that now. We get... Jose the assistant. We get... Andrade kind of shows up once every six weeks and he also bought the the crappy Hardy faction. But he still sucks. So And he loses a lot. So... I'm not really enjoying this Andrade. <laughs> So KT brings up a good point as well. Um, on that same episode, we debuted uh, the new character for Penta, which is his like dark character. Yes. Oh right, uh, Penta Grandpa. Yeah, he came out of an iceberg like he the fucking. Yeah, uh, he's got uh, death from Bill and Ted with him, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Alex Abrantes will yep. pull out. So Penta a squirrel, and what do they do? Okay. They beat the two knights of the Black Throne. 
So, yeah, there's that. No, they lost. Penn they lost. They won. Penton and back. Oh, and then they got beat up by Yeah, they, yeah, they beat, they beat and, the okay. new faction. <laughs> and then got beat up by Bunny. <laughs> so wait, so they because they, they didn't have yeah. anybody yet. So they debut a brand new yep. Penta. He wins the match, but then he yeah. beat down. And then they immediately debuted Buddy. So <laughs> yeah, like good. Why the fuck would you I, do that? Of, of the two, Why of the two names that, that you had, like that's the one you're gonna keep, not Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be Murphy. Or Bloody Matthews. Murphy. <laughs> like something. Oh my gosh! All right. I like. Uh, I know you just said it, but no, it is. It is cool that Alex Abrantes wore his Halloween costume to the ring. Look, I will. I will give that dumb twink a lot of credit for like going full, full out on that character because he. Wait, wait. Yes. Wait, wait. Yes. Sal. No. Is Alex Abrantes a twink? No. All right. I'll give him a lot of credit for actually like going balls deep on that character because he came out and he's just like like but holy hell like who thought that that was a good idea? Alex Abrante saw Coco one too. I'm telling you, man, he's fucking deaf. All right, go to RundownWrestling.com. Did your cat have anything to add? Just Sassel? Got it. He never All right. He never Go to runonwrestling.com. Right on there, you will see the AEW Revolution 2022 predictions poll. Once my lovely co-hosts are there, we will go ahead and run down the card for this Saturday. Live on pay-per-view. And go ahead and fill out your name. Sal? Have you have you mm-hmm. figured out how to navigate to runonwrestling.com? Okay. Yes. I've already answered the first. All right, you looked confused. <laughs> the AEW TBS Championship is on the line as Jade Cargill, sorry I forgot to put that she's a champion, takes on Tight Conti. Adam, who wins? Shit, Sal. Jade. I'm going to go with Jade as well. Um, I'm assuming that uh, we are going to remind her that she does have to kick out at some point in time during the match. <laughs> uh, Alright. Then we have a who gives a flying fuck six-man tag match. The team of Andrade El Idolo, Matthew Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. Take on Derby Ireland, his father Sting, and Sammy Guevara because we can't put the TNT title online apparently at the pay per view. Uh, Sal, who wins? Who good, cares? good answer. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Derby, Sting, and Sammy. Adam? Derby, Sting, and Sammy? Because we got to get more uh, Matt Hardy's going crazy. Yeah. Uh, and. 
making fun of his brother. Oh, for sure. I mean, we're we're positioning that for when Jeff comes in. We know that. Uh, and plus, Sting ain't losing to Matt Hardy. <laughs> A three-way for the Tag Team Championship. Uh, Here is yes. my question. Here is my question. Someone explain to me why. Last week, we had a tag team battle royal to, to put someone in this match. Yeah. And this week, we're having a tag team battle royal to put someone in this match. Yeah. Why? Yeah, good question. Why are oh, you, you weren't this here twice? last week. Oh, wait, you weren't here last week. Yeah, we, we said that. That's it. Yeah, it's... They literally have no idea how to do it, so they're just like, eh. Yeah. Make them do two battles. Which, which I think that you guys, I think Jason might have uh, said it, that, like, just have it be the last two teams that are left are going to be the two that get involved in it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do this. Uh, and then you would have got to where you're going anyway, which is the Bucks. And yeah. The Dragon. Yeah, you wrote, you wrote, you wrote probably the Young Bucks on the web. No, it's, it's the, the Bucks, yeah. Right. There's no way it's not right. The and mostly, uh, I've seen a lot of people say that uh, there's there's a potential that we get uh, the two biggest racists in the world, uh, the Briscoe brothers, come in and and eliminate FTR from the match uh, to set up something with them later. I will stop watching if the Briscoes show up. Yes. What's your problem with the Briscoes? They are pieces of Could it, shit. Could They're it be that they that they <laughs> cut promos wearing dumb boys hats, and and have clearly paid a, a good amount of money to like grunt style clothing company and things like that? Could it could it be that they probably have a no step on snake flag hanging somewhere in their room? <laughs> <laughs> no step on snake. No step on snake. Yeah, we have a no step on snake flag somewhere in this house. I don't know what happened to it. All right, Adam. That and like you said. Violent racists and uh, definite yes, homophobes, for sure. Oh, that they was just, proven. They, Didn't they, they do something at yes. the show once? That they are they, just not. They are just not good yeah. people. No, no. They, they, a lot of people were saying that, like, if if RW, RW, ROH ever closed down, that they'd never find another job again. And those people were wrong because they were saying that before the Trump administration showed that, like, you can be a racist and you can still have a job. So now, now you have a potential of them coming to AW, the woke company, where they're going to come in there and be like, uh, yeah, we've got a few things to say uh, about these homosexual people that you have right around here. I'm assuming that Sunny Kiss is just going to be locked in another room if they come in. <laughs> if they come in. We'll Adam, Geriatric Express, Rude Dragon, or Young Bucks? Um, based on the uh, chaos that was backstage after the first Tag Team Battle Royal, uh, I'm going Red Regan on this one. I have a real bad feeling that Paragon is going to have all the belts at the end of the night. And so I am going with uh, uh, Redragon. Uh, Sal. You say that like that's I, a bad thing. I'm also going Red Dragon. I do, because that means that most likely Brit retains. And that's my issue. Oh, I didn't consider 
I didn't consider her part of that, but that her walking hand in hand with Adam Cole, you and and being involved every time that they have the Paragon TV, you don't consider her to be a part of their team when she's literally doing promos with them. <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't anywhere near the Monday. Not this most recent one, but in the past she has been. Yeah, in the past, but now she's done. Now she's on to other things. She's not fighting the people they're uh, fighting give it anymore. Time. A singles match between Brian Bryanson and John Moxley. Sal. Uh, it's got to be Brian Bryanson, right? Kate got to show Mox that uh, he's worthy to team with, I guess. Because that's what I wanted, by the way, is these two in a tag team. But whatever. Okay. Will Cesaro? Well, and creative has nothing else for it. I I would say Moxley wins because he has to show Brian how violent he can be, and it still results in them being a take team. Adam, possibly. <laughs> yeah, they've already they've already promised to bleed during yep. this match, and they will. I can I can see it going both ways, just like your mom. But. Hey-oh. Uh, <laughs> My mother is dead. My mother is dead, thank you. Um, but <laughs> my first instinct was uh, was box All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yes. I hadn't looked. I hadn't looked at what you titled oh, this match. Until fair just enough. Now. Fair enough. Oh my god! <laughs> A singles match for whatever reason between Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston. Adam. Uh, the winner of this match is uh, the people running the cash registers at the concession stands and the janitors who have to clean the toilets. Which is Eddie Kingston. Um, fuck. I don't care. Uh, it's, it's Jericho going to Jericho, I guess. All right. Sal? Uh, I'm going to be a dumb mark. I'm going to say Kingston gets the big win, as Jericho kept talking about. I'm going to go Jericho because I think that, they are, that they're starting to heat him up for something. Um, so, Yay. The face of the Revolution ladder match with an opportunity to lose to Sammy Guevara. It is the match for the brass ring. That's right. Keith Lee. Ba, 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 ba. Is that Sanic? Nice. Yep. <laughs> Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and a mystery person who is either going to be like Flip Gordon or potentially Antonio Cesaro. Which, of course, if it's Cesaro, then he's most likely going to grab the brass ring because, of course, we have to make as many references to WWE stuff as we can. But, uh, Sal, who do you got winning uh, a chance at the TNT title? I'm going to say Wardlow, because that sets up the story for him being forced to give it up to to MJF, and then he doesn't, and then we'll see Okay. Adam, we're almost done. You can wait. <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. And we just got copyright struck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not how it works. Um, 
Yeah, I'm also thinking Wardlow to lead into shit with MJF. You'd have Keith Lee lose in his first match back, or his second match back, I should say. Sure, it's a ladder match. It's not really, he's not yeah. taking a pinball. Which, by the way, I did totally call that he would work one match and then work the pay-per-view. And, I mean, at least he got some promo time in the back, but, like, 20 seconds each time. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go with Keith Lee, uh, just to be different, and because I maybe the AEW Women's Championship, Doctor Britt Breaker takes on Thunder Rosa. Sal, I'm going to go Thunder Rosa. Now, that's not saying that Brent won't win it back, but I think they need to do the title change here. Oh, they for sure need to do the title change. Um, Adam? They <laughs> uh, it's, it's, they've, they've showed time and time again that they don't actually give a shit about Thunder Rosa. So. That's true. And I... Look, I really want Thunder Rosa to win the championship. I think that she is incredibly deserving of it. I think she's someone that you can continue to build the the division around. But this company has continued to show that like they have Britt Baker and nobody else that they care about. They have a bunch of, of talented women, but then they just don't use them. Or they use the wrong women. <laughs> like, hey... Take Conti, you're gonna get a get a fucking title shot even though you haven't been on TV this entire year. Like, there you go. Not not Ruby Soho or you know, Jamie Hader is just sitting there as a heater. She's much better than a lot of the other ones, but because I think that we're going full on Paragon, I think it's gonna be Britt Baker. In an SNM match, sorry, a dog collar match, uh, CM Punk versus MJF. Uh, I forgot who I had go first. Adam? Um, this is another one where I can see them going both ways. Like um, half of your Twitter followers. <laughs> Punk says he's there to put over the new talent. Um, but I think... Uh, uh, I think they'll go MJF on this one. Uh, CL? I'm going to go Punk. Okay. Uh, I could see them making that mistake. <laughs> I'm going to go MJF uh, because that's the way it should be. And there's no reason... We've already had MJF lose way more than he fucking should for being a pillar of AEW and for being, like, their biggest heel character. Having him then lose to Punk would just be further fucking destroying that dude. But MJF actually only has one loss in his entire career on yeah, Sean AEW. Dean. No. Well, <laughs> yes, okay, there was that. I'm sorry. I meant to Moxley at the pay-per-view, but... Oh, doesn't he? He hasn't lost to anybody else. I don't think that you're right about that. I am, because he brags about it every single time he's oh, on Dynamite. Right. Didn't he lose to Cody? Hold on a second. I'm a... No! He beat Cody! Hold on. Let me check. Uh, Sean Dean beats him. 
Uh, MJF loses a tag team match. Um, no, no, one on one. Sorry, one on one. Uh, Chris Jericho beats MJF at All Out. So you're wrong. <laughs> Alright, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, the, the heel surprisingly doesn't mention the times that he's actually lost. Uh, okay, still. That's Moxley beat him. One of them, he wasn't even in the match. Yeah, he was I said in Mox. the match. I thought Mox was like the only. Not against Sean Dean, he wasn't. Yes, he was. That's how he lost. Um, technically, he did also lose. Although, to be, to be fair, Sal, I don't, Sal, I don't blame you for blocking the final yes. fight out of your. Yes, mind. remember we right. we did talk at length about how fucking stupid that was, to have MJF lose to Chris Jericho after all of that fucking work. The AW World Championship: Wangman Adam Page takes on Adam Cole, baby. Sal. I'm going to go Hangman. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a title change, but I would be disappointed in Hangman's title run if this was it. So I'm going to well, go Hangman. Well, prepare to be disappointed because they have done fuck all with Adam Page since he won that belt. And that sucks because I like Adam Page a lot. But boy, oh boy, have they not booked him well. Adam, who's you going? who are you going with? Um, but yeah, Sal, other than... Other than Jericho, you are correct in that his only singles loss was that title. And Sean Deep. Um, and, and Sean Deep, yeah. Um, don't want it to be Adam Maybe. Cole. Because I like, I like Hangman. But, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, they haven't, they've done fuck all. It was such a big thing when he won, and then... It's 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 hard, okay? And this decision is difficult too. Good to know. I thought your table was looking a little bit higher. I'm go I'm gonna go white man just because He's I the white man. <laughs> now Troy, just out of curiosity, do you want Hangman's hold, hold on a second. Go ahead and drag your genitalia across that submit button to make sure that you get your picks locked in. And we will read them out next week when we recap Revolution. Do I? Yes. Seeing, sorry, I was just saying. Seeing this episode, seeing the Twat Magic at the top of the list, there just reminded me. I listened to that this afternoon, and for some reason, at the very beginning when you were singing REM, I wanted you to sing. Uh, That's me at the stop spotlight, losing my <laughs> direction. I don't know why. I'll have to remember that next time. Uh, I, I, I apologize for my singing. I know I'm not a good singer. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> uh, do I want uh, Wangman to retain? Um, yeah, I do. I, I like I like Paige a lot, and he is he is their uh, TNA AJ Styles. You know, he's their he's their guy who. You know, he he worked ROH, kind of made a name for himself there, but but he's been able to blossom in AEW. So I like I want I want him to succeed. The problem is is that 
they have not really given him anything to work with. And like they they put him up against Cole and you're like, "Ah, oh, awesome. Like now we've got like somebody that he could verbally spar with." They haven't really interacted that way. They haven't like had promo battles back and forth with each other that much, you know? Like it's been mainly Dark Order hanging around and Adam Cole and his goons hanging around and things like that and and like Ten suddenly gets heated up so we can have a match with Adam Cole. Like it's been such a fucking mess of of a of a storyline. And I I understand that AEW likes to do their faction things. They like to have it where like you gotta work your way through the faction sometimes and stuff like that. But Adam Page isn't a member of Dark Order, right? Not really, right? right? And yet he's... Not officially. And yet they're still kicking around there. Dark Order, by the way, have done fucking nothing except hang around on Adam Cole. And, like, to me, you had... Page. What? Adam Page. You said Dark oh, yes, Order. sorry, Adam, Adam Page, yeah. Adam sorry. Cole. Well, have you watched BT? Because they hang around. Well, no, I get, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get that. But that that's kind of my thing. It's like, they... They could have had Adam Page stand on his own. They could have had him have these really good things. It's like he he did this this stuff with, you know, Daniel Bryanson. And he couldn't win the first match, which instantly kind of was like, ugh, okay, like here we go. And then he magically wins the second match. And of course, and then it's like, and then now every match he's got to fucking bleed because they 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 feel like that's like getting him over, but it's not. Like I don't need to. Him and Lance Archer was like Daniel Bryan versus Kane, you know. Like nobody wants to yeah, see no, it, you know. And like Lance Archer's fine, but he's not. He's not somebody that I feel like should be put in that position where like he gets heated up for a week and then loses the the, the, the uh, title match and it's like yeah it's just there's just not really been anything and uh page hasn't really had like anything memorable on the mic to say if he if he's gotten promo time at all you know most of it's been i enjoyed his promo but from time to mic. but he did dress up like yes a he did man. that's true yeah, uh, so I feel like that they could have him beat Cole and start moving on to bigger things. They they need to learn how to book feuds, though, because AEW really doesn't do good with booking feuds. Like, Cody clearly knows how to book feuds and booked himself uh, because his feuds always felt at least important, you know? Oh, in the beginning, yeah. sure. I mean, I'm not sure about the. That's last because the last tail end of it, he wasn't booking anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say if he wasn't booking himself, yeah. that's probably why they yeah. sucked. Yeah. So, although the uh, the whole feud with um with Anthony and Gogo, I feel like that was 100. Well, it was, and he just it, it it still felt important though. Like, was it was it smart? Um, no, it wasn't smart. It it showed that code. I well, racism. it showed that his yes. dick cured racism. Yeah, it true. it showed that Cody isn't maybe the the best at judging what the crowds actually want to see. Um, uh, yeah, he, he really can't read the room. But 
he at least tried and put an effort into making that seem important. And right now, like we have, we keep having so many of these micro feuds where it's like we set it up, and then two weeks later we pay it off, and then we're done with it. And that's been my biggest issue. It's like. AEW fans love to bring up like oh fucking long term storytelling that like oh three years ago they mentioned this in a promo and now it's like it's, no it's not like it's they're actually really fucking bad at long term storytelling like what are you talking about QT Marshall has been feuding with Hook for months it's a fucking meme okay it it feels like QT yeah. Marshall has been feuding with, with Hook for months yeah it's just not good but uh, they can easily they can easily figure something out with it though you know it it shouldn't be that hard because Paige is somebody that you you want to root for he's got that like natural like underdog style of him and I think that part of the problem is that he does have the title and so they they don't know how to book him after that they knew how to book him leading up to it. Where it's like we're gonna we're gonna keep fucking him over, you know. We're gonna essentially like Daniel Bryan 2.0 him. That he's gonna get fucked over a couple of times, and then he's gonna get his his chance, and he's gonna win it. But then it's like after he won it, you're just like, oh wait, now he's got it. What do we do with him? And so they they never really pivoted to something after that. It was like they were still trying to be like he was an underdog. It's like well he's he's the champion, so. <laughs> Like, he doesn't really look strong a lot of the times in any of his segments. He gets the shit kicked out of him a lot, or he, like, comes in at the end and, and tussles with somebody for a little bit and then gets pulled apart. I just don't think that... I feel like they're cutting his legs out from... or, you know, kicking his leg out from his leg. But... I don't know. Yeah. yeah so he's had... He won the title in November. He's defended it yeah. three times. And he's defend. Time limit, time limit draw against yep. Daniel Bryanson. Defeat Daniel Bryanson. Defeat Lance Archer in a Texas death match right. for no fucking reason. Yeah. And that's... So it's been four months. It's been four months and he's had one feud that went longer than three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I don't get it. I really don't. So... They they got to do better, and they and they they've got to know. Like if if Tony really thinks that this feud is is being successful, then it's not a good thing. Like he needs he needs to be sitting there and being like, wow, this feud is not working, and like it's not, and it's all on the way it's getting booked, you know, because Adam Cole is fucking amazing on the mic, you know. And so you have those opportunities, and then you're not having them do these face-to-faces in the ring, and you're not having you know them kind of build it, and then you're you're going right back to the well of like, well, we got to start knocking off Dark Order members in order to get to to Adam Cole or Adam Page, baby. And so it's just, <laughs> yeah. Although to be fair, Adam Page four months, four title matches, uh, including the one where he won it. Uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, uh, Eleven months, six title eight, matches, eight yeah. title matches. Yeah, exactly. or you know Shinsuke Nakamura, it's like fifteen months, two title matches, <laughs> zero title. <laughs> yeah, 
John Moxley, three months, four title matches. Inclu- again, including the one where he, where he won. I don't know if that's bad. I don't yeah. And what did Jericho? Jericho must have had like 10. Right. He must Moxley, like- Moxley won the match in December 2020, lost it in November 2021. So, again, 11 months. Is that Kenny Omega again? <laughs> but I clicked on Moxley, you stupid. Yeah, stupid son of a bitch. This cage, <laughs> this cage, this cage match website is not... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, nine, ten. Eleven. Eleven yeah. title matches for Mox. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like... And, and I don't know if it's just because of the fact that Tony took over the booking, but it, you, you, I feel like when you look back at that and you go, oh, they, they were having a title match once a month, and now we're getting to the point where it's like, Britt Baker's had that belt for how long and barely ever defends it. And isn't in a fucking feud with anybody she'll do like someone will come in and fuck with her for a little bit and then she'll fuck with them the next week and then maybe they have to fight like jamie hater and then they get a title match and lose and then they're gone and it's like <clears throat> see and that's why i'm thinking one of the reasons why i think thunder rose will win because brit's already run through everybody who's left well so if you don't have thunder rosa win then you have nothing i, I tell you exactly what will happen She'll beat Thunder Rosa, and then directly after, Athena will debut. And then Athena will get uh, to fight Jamie Hayter next week, and then maybe Rebel the week after that, and then they'll have a, a contract signing, and then she'll lose, and then at that point, somebody else will be off their fucking 90 days of no compete, and they'll sign that person, and they can get fed to fucking Britt Baker as well. That's what'll happen. Jericho had five matches, <sighs> including the, including the one where he went the one where he lost. Well, that fuck fat fuck couldn't do too much more. So, and between between, between the match where he defeated Scorpio Sky, <laughs> between, <laughs> he defeated Scorpio Sky in that match where South thought Scorpio mm-hmm. Sky was going to win on uh, <laughs> the Dynamite episode nine, which was November of 2019, and then his next title defense was the one where he lost the mat, lost the title in February of 2020, <laughs> like three months without mm-hmm. a single title match. Yeah, but so did Shinsuke. <laughs> so, secondary yeah. title, heavyweight title. Oh, Brock has done it before too. Look, look, not recently, but there was there was months between Brock's defenses. Some of them. But the difference that. I'm not pointing the yeah, finger. Yeah, but uh, to me, the difference there with the whole Brock thing was that uh, his matches all felt special. And Chris Jericho facing Scorpio Sky didn't feel special. <laughs> you know? Sorry, Scorp. But, yeah. I don't know. We, we're not going to get too bogged down with that. So, unless you guys got anything else that you want to discuss? Uh, Nikita Lyons. She's my new favorite. Shocker. The chick with the the chick with the <laughs> big fat ass that drops her pussy onto people is no your favorite. <laughs> I mean, she's hot, but do you know much from her? From yeah, the she's Indians? Faith Jane. When she was Faith, yeah, okay. Was she good? She's all right. I mean, what what you see is what you get there. Like that's her that's her character. Yeah. Is, uh, I got this big dump truck of an ass, and I'm just gonna fucking drop it on people, <laughs> which. It, Jason, if you could clip that quote and just throw it in an open somewhere. <laughs> Timestamp that shit. Alright. Adam. 
sale. Thank you for joining me for another Thanks for, for having another me. excellent edition of the rundown. Uh, Sorry, in my cat in my chat, Killy just goes, "Don't trick ass, where?" Uh, here, let me let me help you with that. Akita uh, uh, Lions, there you go. Oh, yep, yep, we did this, we did the same thing, <laughs> and we both spelled it the correct way, so that's good for us. Uh, Adam, mm-hmm. why don't you send us on home? Remember, kids. If they ask you to have a match against Red Velvet and she wants to do a standing moonsault, run. Bye. Run for your life. I guess that means we will run your ass down next week. Bye-bye. Gotta go fast, gotta go fast, gotta get down and do a little dash. You can't hold me down, you can't slow me down. Gotta go fast, gotta go fast, gotta get up and Listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundown wrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs> <laughs>